0: Hello and welcome to the Eurovision Division podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about all 43 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. As always, I'm your host, Jeroen. I've listened to every single song in this year's Eurovision Song Contest multiple times. Uh, But as always, I have with me my co-host...
1: Mira, I have listened to none of the songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest.
0: Well, that is to say... You are listening to the songs for the first time in each episode.
1: Yeah, that's true. I've, I've, I have now listened to a couple.
0: Let's talk about a Western type of man. <laughs>
1: I'm still not over it. That song is in my head every day. I arrive at work every day singing that song.
0: Yeah, it seems like uh, Verona so far has been the song that has... Uh, stuck the most with you. It's the song that is uh, the most fun to sing, and the song that is, I mean, out of what we've seen, the yeah, the one, of, one of the catchiest tunes for sure.
1: And some of the best lyrics,
0: especially the part about Western types of <laughs> men and women. Now, I think that's a really interesting lyrical choice, and I know that we're not going to talk about Estonia more.
1: I wish.
0: Um, but but we did question the lyric, a Western type of man. Okay. And we questioned a Western type of man getting lost in Verona. Verona, Italy. So what better to do than uh, to look at someone uh, who, who is more Western than the Estonians and is from Italy itself. Uh, and someone who considers uh, themselves to definitely be a Western type of man.
1: Is this- gorilla guy?
0: Well, it seems like you've you've uh, you've heard something about gorilla
1: mustache guy. Yeah, I was like half sleeping while you were watching the the Italian semifinals. We semifinals. What? Pre-selection. Pre-selection. Now, we have to talk
0: about this. Um, I mean, we talked about it last year, I believe, but I'm not so sure. But it's always interesting. Uh, The Sanremo Festival is a festival that's been hosted for longer than Eurovision has. It's an Italian song contest. um, And often the winner of the Sanremo contest actually gets the right of first refusal to go to Eurovision. So often the person who wins Sanremo does not go to Eurovision. It's, oh, it doesn't? It's, it's just an Italian song contest, but because there's an international song contest, they're like, hey, you want this, you want to go? And then if, if they say no, then the second person can go. And if they say uh, no, then maybe the third person can go. Like last year, Francesca Michelin was a participant in Sanremo, but did not actually win it. And there's the 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 typical idea about how Sanremo is is that it's like it's sort of an old-fashioned kind of contest with an old-fashioned kind of song and very I- Italian, you know.
1: Very Italian.
0: All of that to say that this year there was a lot of excitement for uh, Italy and Sanremo, which is like a festival that lasts for days, um, um, with the um, one of the acts. Being a sort of more modern and more fun song, and something that like does not at all fit in with the the typical Sanremo kind of music.
1: Yeah, it was in the news the next day, and uh, I was like, "Oh, Gorilla Guy won."
0: See, exactly, it was it was news because it was sort of a, a new thing for Sanremo, and I think a lot of Italians felt like that was positive, and I think a lot of people internationally felt that like that was positive um, because the song that we'll be talking about um, yeah it's pretty popular. Italy have selected Francesco Gabbani and his song is called Occidentali's Karma. Yeah I mean Occidentali means Western. Occidental is Western with Oriental being Eastern and Karma of course being an Oriental concept. Francesco is of course A Western type of man. He's a
1: Western type of man. Um,
0: So there's something interesting there. Um, I think we'll discuss the lyrical content of this song after we listen to it. And listen to it we shall. So, with that uh, all out of the way, let's listen to Italy's representative for Eurovision 2017, which is Francesco Cabani and Occidentalis Karma. Sì. Spera, sì, comunque vado a pantarei. Sì.
1: good jacket
0: isn't
1: he he's it's a very good jacket i really
0: like the jacket
1: he like he's a good suit wearer but of course he's italian so he would be you'd expect that um good song too i like the song i want you to tell me some more about the lyrics because listen i I know a bit about art history, and Europe has a very gross history of Orientalism and fetishizing the East and it's nasty, y'all. It's not great. And Italy usually kept itself kinda out of that because they were, you know, Italy. They're like, we don't need to romanticize any other culture because we are Italy. We are literally Italy. but what's this then?
0: Well, what if I told you that that's exactly what this song is about? I love that. Obviously. Um,
1: I would hope so cause I was like I, w- I was getting that kind of from the song, but I don't know enough Italian to really.
0: Well, there's, there's, a, there's clearly, like, a flippant, playful vibe. That's enough to tell you that, like, you know, there's no, like, genuine fetishization of the East happening within his message or, or what he's singing. But let's let's start...
1: I also love the, the mixing of the different Asian cultures, well, like, yeah, eating well, yeah, sushi well, we and reading Chinese. Fucking hilarious.
0: Uh, let's start unpacking this by starting with the title. Occidentalis Karma, Karma of the Westerner. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the karma of the Western type of man. (laughs) um, What that means is basically the culturally appropriated idea that the Western people have of Eastern cultures.
1: Oh, I love it!
0: That is what the song is about.
1: Man! Great!
0: (laughs) And it's like, that makes me very happy. That, that kind of says enough because, yeah, I'm all about that. But there's like a, there's a whole, uh, there's a whole slew of poetic Italian lyrics that don't quite translate well to English. Mm-hmm. Um, because like the translations of the song I've seen have not been great or very understandable. Starts out the song by saying, to be or not to be. That's, that's, you know, that's the Hamletic question.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: To say, oh yeah, we as people, we are all constantly wondering whether we have control of our own life, or how to lead it, or if we are being led. Here's the age-old question.
1: Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer.
0: And that's the third line. It's uh, The question is as contemporary as it was for the Neolithic man.
1: Yeah, okay. We,
0: we are worrying about our peace of mind, but... You know, that's no different than we've always been. We've always been looking for peace of mind. And that is basically kind of like criticizing the way that we deal with everything. Um, Saying that, like, you know, intelligence has sort of gone out of fashion. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, that we are looking for simple answers to pointless questions. I love it. Yeah, fair. I mean, it's also... There, there is an air of like, ugh, these millennials in there, but I think it's brought with like a sort of uh, intelligent poeticism that I don't mind that.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not being like, ugh, millennials, if you point out specific problems in uh, contemporary thinking. Yeah, exactly. Because there are problems in contemporary thinking, it's just not what... The olds think they are, which is, oh, it's all selfies, and they don't talk to each other anymore, except well, over Starbucks and Snapchat. Well, it's
0: interesting that you say that, because that is almost what you just said is the lyrics that have been cut out for Eurovision, uh, <laughs> saying, uh, you know, uh, being intellectual over a cup of coffee, and being only experts on the internet, and being honorary members of the Selfies Anonymous Club. <sighs> Which I'm like, okay, that's, that's a little bit shitty, bud.
1: It's a little shitty, I mean.
0: So, so it's funny that you say like, oh, at least he's not saying that. Well, in the full version of the song, uh, he, exactly is, he is saying that. exactly that.
1: Whoops. Hey kids, if you wanna take a selfie, take a fucking selfie. It's fun. None of us have any money. But we have front forward-facing cameras. Take a fucking selfie.
0: No, yeah, there's nothing wrong with taking selfies.
1: I don't really take selfies. Not saying that in a way that's like, not like these millennials, right? I don't do that kind of thing. I'm not like other girls. But taking (sighs) selfies makes me so fucking anxious about my looks and like the weird red dot I have on my nose and like my pores, and I don't like taking selfies because they make me feel ugly.
0: Well, this song is not about you. Right before the chorus, um, there's, that, there's that fun little reference to Pantare, which means, of course, it's a Greek idea of, uh, it's basically, Pocahontas. You never step into the same river twice. Mm-hmm. Everything flows is what that means. Pantare, everything is always flowing. So if you put your foot into the river, you're never gonna to touch that same water again. Right. So everything keeps going and that's comunque de pantare is whatever happens, all keeps flowing, right? And and singing in the rain, it's a little reference because like, oh yeah, carefree singing in the rain. Yeah, that's what we should sort of I like want to and aspire to do. T- Ponce singing in the rain. It's I mean, a it's a, a funny a little, little connection. A funny little rhyme there. But then
1: of course, as Terry Pratchett says, what the fuck do you mean?
0: The bridge is still there. And then of course, the meat of the song, uh, the chorus, which says as much as like uh, we're taking we're taking lessons in Nirvana with like uh, lines of sitting Buddhas. You know, as in like we're trying to meditate, all of us in single file we're all <laughs> meditating trying to you know gain reach reach nirvana but it's, it's just the the entire like oh yeah we're taking that from eastern philosophy because we think that's interesting um and without like giving it the proper yeah. thought
1: yeah it's also this fetish, fetishization of other cultures as purer than ours. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, because it's the they, whole yeah. like
1: also why it's like people having Native American tattoos mm. and like, oh god.
0: Yeah. And then it's an, uh, for everyone an hour of rest and relaxation, like an an hour of garden time, an hour of glory. It's sort of I think it's sort of about like the the fifteen minutes of fame idea as well. There's just a lot of ideas that are just like crammed into this. um, Which makes it hard to like translate these lyrics because there's a lot of like, it's a lot of just like referencing things and being like, being like, God, we're so busy. (laughs) We're so busy with all different things and we're trying so many things to try and find peace with ourselves. That's that. Everyone's trying to find, you know, peace. Uh, People shout a mantra an evolution stumbles.
1: Ooh, ooh! To
0: move on to, like, of course, the hook of the song, "La Chimia Nuda Bala Occidentalis Karma," the naked monkey dances. Westerners' karma. <laughs>
1: what what an Italian type of man.
0: So the the naked monkey or the naked ape is a reference uh, to Desmond Morris, who is a biologist philo- philosopher mm. writing about like you know the, the naked ape how we are all still yeah. the naked ape um, so there's that that's another reference to something and that's like uh, allegedly like the source of inspiration mostly for this song was reading Desmond Morris's the naked ape damn so it's like, is this
1: a Franz Ferdinand or something like
0: this is pretty intellectual love it <laughs> um, but yeah I love it too
1: I don't want to come across as, as pretentious or like feeling that that's absolutely necessary, but literary references, quote-unquote intellectual references in songs, get me so hard. <laughs> FFS, Things I Won't Get is just mm, 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 so delicious, it's so good
0: no yeah I agree filled
1: with here and there like stuff that's so inside intellectualism
0: because yeah I mean it's it's, there's ways of like doing that you can either be like very intellectual "Mm, I'm a snob or you can be like really fun about it yeah you can say like this is a thing I
1: enjoy and I'll reference it it's not like no this isn't for you it's too intellectual it's like this is in my frame of reference, and I'll put it in my work.
0: Oh, the, uh, the bridge. So, quando la vita si distrae, cadono gli uomini It's like when life gets too distracted, uh-huh. man falls, and the ape gets back on its feet. Mm-hmm. Namaste, Ale. I like that. It, no, like it, it, it is sort of about like the, the uh, imploring one to embrace one's normal primal human kind of also because <laughs> it's just like yeah you're gonna you're gonna be a dumb monkey you're gonna be a dumb ape a lot of the time
1: yeah now I'm I'm kind of <laughs> worried that is it's going out the other end that it's kind of like m- making fun of Asian cultures Eastern ways of zen do you think, thinking you think or so? whatever, like kind of condemning
0: it. Oh, I don't know. I, I didn't see it like that. It's hard to like be talking about it with real words as <laughs> yeah. opposed to like typing about it or reading about it. Um, and I haven't like fully prepared all the words uh, I have to talk about this. So I'm not perhaps saying the most and concise I... and clear Perfect I just heard it for words. the first time, so don't worry. He's a very charming, good-looking guy. I yeah. mean, he, does like, he smiles, and I'm like, yes, hello.
1: Yeah, he, his charm <laughs> his, his Yes, hello. His smile is very Tell me good. more
0: about this naked monkey.
1: I, I'd get a coffee with him. Not an Italian coffee, because I would die. I would sweat myself to death. <laughs> but I'd get a coffee with him. A cappuccino. That's Italian.
0: It is. You're very
1: chin <laughs> God, I hate myself. Yeah, I like it. I'd like for this to do well, because it's not in English.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. This is the first one we've listened to that it has not been in English.
1: I'd like for it to do well because it's a it's a good song.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, despite it not being in English, I think it. Has a pretty good chance.
0: There is. Uh, there... I'd like to
1: see a non-English song win.
0: Ah, that's what I wanted to ask. Like, is you wanted to see you want to see it do well, but do you want to see it win? Like, is no, this one that you would accept as a as a winner of Eurovision? Is kind of the question.
1: Here's the thing: you know, I would accept it as a winner of Eurovision, but I'm rooting for Blanche.
0: Well, yeah, but that that's sort of implied.
1: I like the gimmick of the dancing gorilla Well, there's
0: that it's gonna work Um, that
1: gimmick is gonna work
0: because it's cute
1: and he's also a charming guy so him dancing with the gorilla and he also has like the parody of eastern dance and like well not dance but like the tai chi moves he kind of has that down Mm-hmm. Integrating that in a funny dance in a yeah, very good knows, he way knows how to move. He knows how to uh, move. It's
0: very, he's very charming on stage. If you're not like already familiar with the knowledge that like mm-hmm. oh there's gonna be a guy in a monkey, um, just the surprise of that and the fun of the song like that in the live performance really got to me. So there's many things here that I think are going to work well. First of all, he looks good. Second of all, it's Italian, which is just a language that people like a lot. And also Italy tends to do pretty well. Yeah. Um, But other than that, there's also obviously the monkey, which is... uh, Which can on one hand be perceived as like, oh, it's a gimmick. um, Which I guess it is. um, But it's also, it's a nice staging concept that people will remember. And with this being an upbeat song... Like, all of that is going to probably translate really well to, like, getting votes, is what I'm trying to say.
1: And it's a gimmick that actually is germane to the song. Yeah, it's it's
0: absolutely talking. I don't
1: know if people are going to realize that, because who can speak Italian?
0: But what if, like, I mean, it sounds like the gimmick will appeal most to the televoters, whereas the juries might actually also like this a lot for its lyrical content.
1: Right! So
0: there's like there's a, there's a lot for everyone to like. And I like all those elements, and I think the elements really work together to make a pretty good entry. I think that's where we'll uh, leave it for this episode. As always, you can find the podcast on SoundCloud. You can subscribe to it on iTunes or Stitcher or whichever podcasting platform you use to find your quality podcasts. Join us next time when we'll be talking about another country in this year's Eurovision Song Contest and getting closer to those 43 songs. Good
1: night, Europe.
0: Good night, Europe.
1: If, if, if this song wins, can we go to Italy next year?
0: Sure, but I do not want to see Italy hosting Eurovision because it's going to take seven years. <laughs> they, television is so slow. Sanremo, it was so long. Why?